Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Israel was once again at the border of the promised land. They could see it. They could almost touch it. They soon would. The last time they were here, 40 years before this, they didn't. They didn't trust the Lord, didn't believe him. That this gift, this land, he could actually give them. So they didn't receive the gift. Back to the desert they had to turn. But now they were back. Moses preaches to them about all that the Lord has said, all that the Lord has done, all that the Lord has promised, that this time they would not make the same mistake again, that this time they would receive the gift of God. But Moses had another concern as well, for he was about to die. He would not enter the promised land, but he was not concerned for himself, for the people, that they would be led faithfully. And so he asked the Lord to appoint a man over the congregation who shall go out before them and come in before them, who shall lead them out and bring them in that the congregation of the Lord may not be as sheep that have no shepherd. As sheep that have no shepherd. The Lord did so, appointing Joshua, and Joshua led them in. But in Jeremiah's day, as we heard, God's people had become as Moses had feared. After Joshua, Israel's leaders were a mixed bag. Some were faithful shepherds, some were not. The faith of the people came and went, waxed and waned, because they had shepherds who didn't shepherd. They didn't tend the flock, they scattered it. They didn't feed the flock, they destroyed it. They didn't lead the flock, they missed led the flock. So when Jesus came, God's people were hungry. That's why they ran around the Sea of Galilee to get to where Jesus was. That's why they sat there all day listening to Jesus. They were hungry for the word of God. They had been fed on other food, other teaching, food that did not nourish do this, do that, be this, be that, and it never satisfied. It always fell short. They always fell short. But Jesus was different. As we've heard, he didn't teach as their teachers taught. He taught with authority, but even more than that, he taught with compassion, not driving them, but caring for them, not demanding from them, but binding them up. When they listened to Jesus, they never left hungry. 
They left like they had been to a lavish banquet. Their souls filled with good food. They left with the work of God and the promises of God ringing in their ears. Including the promise God made through the prophet Jeremiah. The one we heard today that one day he would raise up a righteous shepherd. A good shepherd for his people. So it was that day by the Sea of Galilee. But when it grew late in the day, another need arose. People who are both body and soul need to be fed in both body and soul. Maybe the children who were there started getting restless or started crying. Or maybe it was the disciples themselves who were getting restless and hungry. After all, Mark tells us, they went to where they were because before this, they were so busy, they had no leisure even to eat. So Jesus had done his part. He taught the people. Now send the people away to do their part. To get some food for themselves, the disciples said. They had gathered around Jesus, or had Jesus gathered them? But were the disciples now scattering them? So no, Jesus has a better idea. Why don't you do it, he says. You give them Something to eat. Now the disciples had just come back from Jesus sending them out two by two into the towns and villages. And Jesus had given them authority. They had taken nothing with them, but they also lacked nothing. And with the authority that Jesus gave them, they preached, they cast out demons, they healed many who were sick. But this... Feed this many people, a crowd like this, that, (laughs) they could not possibly do. Five loaves and two fish would make a lot of sandwiches, but not that many. What answer did Jesus expect from them? Jesus tells the people to sit down. That's interesting. Why were they standing? Had the disciples already been telling them to go? No, that won't do. Not for a good shepherd. Sit, Jesus says. Sit, my children. Sit, my sheep. I will shepherd you. I am your good shepherd. Things are not now like they were before. There is something new. Someone new. They called him the son of David, and so he was, and so he would be. The promised shepherd who will care for them. And that is, we heard from Jeremiah, so that they will fear no more, nor be dismayed, nor shall any be missing. The one who had been promised to Adam and Eve, and to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to David, and Solomon, and to Jeremiah, and the prophets was now here. He made them sit on the green grass, Mark said. 
And the psalm puts it like this, to recline in green pastures and restore them. And for the one who created all that is out of nothing, including the wheat and the fish and the rain and the water that gives them life, five loaves and two fish is a bounty. It's more than enough. And did you ever wonder, who are the people in the congregation there that day? Who were the people there in the crowd listening to Jesus and being fed by him? Probably the old and the young Big families and little families, fishermen and businessmen, Jews and Gentiles, loyalists and zealots, tax collectors and sinners. It doesn't matter to Jesus. It's his flock. They're all one. They came here for him. He came here for them. And for us. 5,000 is a lot of people. If it were 5,000 men with their families, how many more even than that? Imagine that many here in our church. But even so, then or now, 5,000 or more, not everyone was there. Many did not run around the lake. Many who were on that side of the lake didn't care. Many thought Jesus a bad shepherd, not a good one, so they didn't go. So they didn't receive. It's not what Jesus wants. He wants all to receive his gifts, and they do, actually. For everything that is, is a gift from God. The rain falls on the just and on the unjust, Jesus said. Divine blessings are given to believers and unbelievers. The Lord is gracious and good and generous to all. When we pray in the Lord's Prayer, the fourth petition for our daily bread, it is not so that God will give it. He already does. But so that we will realize it all as a gift from Him and receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. The eyes of all look to you, O Lord, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Sin, of course, affects all that, these gifts of God. Creation is not once as it was. Greedy men hoard while others go hungry. One life is destroyed so that another may prosper. Competition, not compassion. Lust, not love. Pride, not humility. Power, not service. Me, not you. Takes all these gifts of God and tries to make them mine. That if there are only five loaves of bread and two fish, then I'm going to make sure I'm close enough to the front of the line to get mine. Or to make sure my gas tank gets filled. Or I have enough toilet paper in the cupboard for a while. So when Jesus told his disciples to give this flock something to eat, he knew they couldn't do it. But rather than send them away, he wanted his disciples to turn to him 
to look to him for what was needed. Today we call that repentance. To repent of ourselves. To turn away from ourselves and relying on ourselves and look to him. The eyes of all look to you, O Lord. Or at least we should. But in this world so filled with problems and division and only getting worse, what can we do? What can we do with our five fingers and two feet? We do what we can, but what is so little against so much? And do we forget, like the disciples? Do we forget the one who can? Whose five fingers and two feet would save far more than 5,000 but every single person who ever lived and whoever will live. For those same hands that took that bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it would soon be nailed to a cross. Not to never again take, bless, thank, break, and give, but so that risen from the dead, he would do so forever and do so here today, here that that miracle of feeding his flock continue. As the divine and human dead and now risen good shepherd give his body to eat and his blood to drink. And that his voice still sound forth in the faithful preaching of his word. And that children of God still be brought into his fold and into his flock through the washing of baptism. And that just as the eyes of our bodies look to him for the food that we need, so the eyes of our souls would look to him for the forgiveness that we need. That all these gifts of his be our daily bread. And that he lead us to realize this and receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. These gifts that are here for all, Just as no one in that crowd by the Sea of Galilee that day left hungry. There was plenty left over. The Lord is never stingy with his gifts. But lavish. But remember, there were people who did remain hungry that day. Those who didn't bother. Those who couldn't be bothered to go and be with Jesus. He was there for them. His feeding was there for them. But they would not. But that's not the end of the story, of course. Just as Jesus gave his disciples then the food to give the flock, so he gives the church today his gifts to give as well. And he sends us out to give these gifts to all. Today, too, not all will come. Not all will receive. Not all will be bothered, though we pray they will. So we gather here each week by the sea of the font. And we receive his absolution. And we hear our shepherd teach. And we eat his divine food. And we know how blessed we are to be in this flock. The flock of a good shepherd. And thus blessed, we bless. Let us bless the Lord Thanks be to God, we say, every week. 
And we take this blessing out into the world to others. Twelve baskets full left over. But what are these? And what are we among so many? More than enough. More than enough in the hands of Jesus. Merciful hands. Mighty hands. Compassionate hands, blessing hands, feeding hands, tending hands, gracious hands, until they are raising hands, raising us on the last day that we enter our promised land behind our Joshua, our Yeshua, our Jesus, never to leave again. Sheep with our shepherd. Gifts not deserved, but freely given. So, let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.